Hello again, welcome back. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new here, my name is Laura and it is such a pleasure to serve you on the Okakun podcast where we talk about all things relating to women's wellness, to spirituality, to feminine leadership, and really personal growth. The intention is to you for you to have a cocooning moment as you listen to these episodes where you can gain actionable tools, tips, insights from inspiring conversations and really help you navigate growth as you move through the ebbs and flows of it to remind you that you're never alone and you have this safe space for you to land, for you to feel empowered as the woman that you desire to be and as you expand into your fullest self-expression. So it is really wonderful to have you here. Today, we're gonna talk a lot about feminine and masculine energy. We're gonna talk about how to really activate your feminine energy. I'm gonna give you some wonderful tips towards the end, as well as I'll talk to you about the affirmations audio that I created specifically for you to activate that energy and get into a more feminine flow state. And you'll see a little later on why that is just so important in creating the life that you desire. Welcome to the Okakun Podcast, created to empower your journey to your highest self. Being here, you'll learn how to slow down, discover yourself on deeper levels, and create a dreamy, expansive life that is completely built on your own terms. Join me, your host, Laura Abate, a heart-centered entrepreneur. And I am so passionate about helping you recover from the hustle culture mindset and instead take care of yourself holistically. So here we'll talk about all things relating to women's wellness, personal growth, modern spirituality, and feminine leadership. Tune in here weekly for actionable advice and inspiring conversations from fellow female leaders who live in their purpose to show you what's possible. Now get ready to feel expanded and stand unapologetically in your own power. In today's episode, we're going to get talking about masculine versus feminine energies. Why it's so important. What on earth does that even mean? If you are new to this, that is completely okay. We all have to start somewhere. And this was me a couple of years back, not really knowing what this was all about. And then really being able to implement it into my life so that it has made massive change. I don't feel so overwhelmed. I don't feel so anxious all the time. Of course, there are you know moments of ebbs and flow that's just completely normal, but learning about the difference between operating from masculine overdrive versus feminine flow has been such a game changer in how I live my life and how I run my business. And I hope that it is going to be the same for you once you start to implement these different energies into your life. The future of self-care as I see it. And it's this is really coming about because if you were here on 
Okokun's Instagram, if you've been following for a little while now, you would know that the language around what I am saying, what I'm sharing has really shifted in the last few months. And that's because I started off as it was a self-care page. Okokun was all about self-care. I really prided myself on my self-care routines. The entire mission was to help women slow down and take care of themselves. So much so that I had even started a soy candle line at one point. And um, it really got to a point where I didn't feel like the term self-care resonated anymore. I feel like self-care had become this buzzword that encompassed just about everything and anything these days. And, um, you know, it's kind of a way of marketing to us to buy skincare products or to spend hundreds of dollars on the latest trending infrared lamps. And somewhere along the way, self-care just became this very commercial thing. At least that's how I was feeling. And it's, it was such an identity shift because I was speaking about self-care so much to the point where people were calling me like the self-care queen. I was on guest uh, on podcasts. I was talking about self-care all the time whenever I was doing an IG live or anything like that. That was really like my thing. That was my niche. And it just kind of felt like it doesn't, the, the trend, it became such a trend that it kind of felt like it was dying right? (laughs) And let me know if this is also what you feel around self-care or how your interpretation of it is. Um, it, it felt like it lost some of its effect. It became another thing to add to your to-do list or self-care became like another face cream to buy, right? Instead of living with more joy and play and more celebration for ourselves and really taking the time to rest and relax without our cell phones, without slapping on a face mask and scrolling on Instagram and calling that self-care. And so I really want to talk about what the future of self-care looks like, because for me, it is really a way of living. It is not just something that you do on Sundays. It is not just something that you can hashtag, like it's not just hashtag self-care Sunday. And so there was really this shift from calling it self-care to really talking about feminine leadership, really empowering women instead to get into their feminine energy. Because I realized over a few years of talking about self-care and sharing with the community that it didn't seem to really seep into their lifestyles. It was really like I would see friends or community members still feeling so burnt out. They, I would be like, okay, well tell me about your week. And they would share how many hours they worked. And then they would say, but you know, I ended up taking a bath on Friday night. I'm like, it doesn't add up. You can't just burn yourself out all week and have one night of self-care and call it a day and think that your life is going to change. You really have to look at it from a more holistic perspective. And so I realized it was becoming clearer to me that a lot of these women were taking self-care and doing it in a very masculine way. Very much like, okay, I did my work, did everything on my list. Okay, now I'll self-care and I'll check that off. Or, okay, now I get to do 
this bath and I get, I share it to my social media and it became more so about the doing of the self-care and checking that off rather than the actual being and the actual joy and play and shutting off and unplugging from everyone else's needs. So in the end, the common theme that had been popping up is seeing so many female leaders, friends, and women in the Okakun community feeling still burnt out, even with all of the self-care practices and the rituals and doing all the things. So of course I wanted to dig deeper into this issue. And when I did, it really became clear to me that a lot of women were stuck in their masculine energy and were showing up in their self-care in that way too, in a very much an overachiever kind of way. Um, For example, really tracking how many baths they were having or doing it for Instagram, being in the tub and scrolling on social media without actually taking the time to relax. Um, And also I saw this a lot, especially in morning routines, because of course the way that you start your morning really sets the tone for the day. So that's why I think that self-care in the morning is the most important because that's how you, you need to fill up your cup before you can give and serve to your clients, your family, uh, your business, whatever that looks like. And so a lot of these women were taking morning routines in a masculine way. And so they would, you know, read for 10 minutes, shower 10 minutes, stretch 10 minutes, eat 10 minutes, say three things you're grateful for, right? Check off as many things as you can within an hour. And that just feels so like you're, you're just rushing throughout your morning routine again, right? Like, yes, you're doing things that you love, like you're reading, you're, you know, you're taking care of your body, you're stretching, you're showering, you're eating a healthy meal, but it felt like so many of these women were still taking that morning routine time in order to do something. It was just more about the doing than about the being right. Which is very masculine versus feminine. Now I'll give you an example of a more feminine morning routine in case you're wondering what the difference is here, because sometimes we're so stuck in our masculine overdrive, we don't even realize it. So more of a feminine routine would be more about how you are feeling instead of what you are doing. So you can really combine the two to say you can have the masculine structure, say that you're going to put aside an hour and a half for a morning routine. Okay, so that's the structure. Great. You know what time you should technically around what time you're going to wake up around what time you're going to start getting to work or start your day. And then within that time frame, you can really do what feels right to you in the moment. So that could look like if you're feeling, for example, like you want to go for a walk, then that's great. If it's a beautiful day and you're feeling lit up by that, then that's what you could go out and do. So, and then next, maybe you are feeling like you're not hungry that day and that's okay. Maybe you want to just have a smaller breakfast and go and take more time to really sit in Sukhasana, for example the meditation pose. And that is what a feminine morning routine is going to look like. So not so much like the rigidity and the counting and the analytics, but more the flow and how you're going to take care of yourself in that day. 
All right, so everyone has these energies within them, no matter if you're a man or a woman, okay? We just have them in different proportions. So every man has masculine and feminine energy, as well as every woman has masculine and feminine energy. It's just that they are in different proportions. And yes, generally men tend to have more masculine energy and women tend to have more feminine energy. Um, However, in today's world, we see a lot more women that are stuck in their masculine overdrive. And what that kind of looks like is you can recognize this if you are someone who is overgiving, someone who's overachieving, if you're always overanalyzing or overworking, okay? And if that's you, you can just pause and take a deep breath now because it's time for you to understand this and come back into balance and to come back into your divine feminine essence. What makes you truly a magnetic woman, a magnetic being. And if you're like here, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. What do I do? I don't understand. Well, don't worry. Okay. That's what I'm here for. And I've got you. I'll give you now some characteristics of each energy. So a masculine energy is more goal oriented. It's very disciplined. It's very much about the structure and the competition. And it's very analytical, very logical. So it's very mind based. Think if you are living your life based on what you think, you're very much in your masculine energy. Okay. You're very much trying to force things sometimes we're we're like not trusting so we're trying to control that's very much a masculine characteristic whereas if we move over into the feminine side it's very much about being soft and nurturing and taking inspired action then having trust and faith that the abundance is going to unfold in divine timing And it's really much more a body-based, so how we are feeling versus what we're doing. A lot more about just being and receiving and being creative and trusting and being very intuitive and emotional as well. So that's how you can recognize when you are feeling, when you are operating from more of a masculine energy or more of a feminine energy. And don't get me wrong, we all need both of these. There's not one that is better than the other. And really it's not about eliminating the masculine energy and then going too far into your feminine where you're just kind of lounging around all day because that's not the best life either, right? We need to have some purpose. We need to have some sort of drive as well. And so it's really about creating a structure and a balance of both. So picture the yin and the yang, the black and the white. It's how they work harmoniously in your life. And it's funny because a lot of people don't even believe in work-life balance, but I really do. I think it's something that we set for ourselves. It's a standard that we have based on our boundaries and what we desire. And so I think that it definitely is possible once you find a balance of these energies. And so that is something that I truly wish for you too. 
I'll give you as well a real life example of how masculine and feminine energies show up in a specific situation. I did kind of share earlier about the morning routines and how that works out, but I feel like this example is going to really make it clear as well. And um, who doesn't love a good story, right? So as an example, my partner and I love to go for bike rides. Okay, that to me is a form of self-care because I get to move my body, I'm out in nature, I'm exploring without really having a set destination necessarily in mind. And it's funny because we do the biking in very different ways. And what I mean by that is he does his biking in a very masculine way where he will track the amount of kilometers, his speed, his top speed. He loves to beat his previous times and really make sure that his like hashtag sweat game is strong, right? Whereas I, on the other hand, really go about the bike ride in a more feminine way. Like I don't track anything. I a lot of times won't even take my phone. Um, I don't know how fast I'm going. I don't know how many kilometers I've done. I don't track it on an app. I just go with the flow and I don't make it about the numbers or the achievements or the goals or force, right? Do you kind of see how it's very different? And it took me a little while to not want to be like him and to not feel like I was always behind and to really release the pressure on myself to perform. But once I got to the place of doing it in a more feminine way, so you see how it could be, I could have put so much pressure on myself and I could have not really enjoyed these bike rides and I could have been like always feeling like I'm not doing enough if I compare to someone else, right? I feel like that is such a big limiting belief and something that women have trouble with is that we feel like we're not doing enough and that's what causes us to hustle so much and go into that masculine overdrive. But once we can pull back and really just be in the feminine in just the present moment, it's so much more fun. Like now I just get on the bike, I pedal, I go for fun and it clears my mind and it feels good to me. Okay. And I think that's the most important piece that I want you to remember here is how something feels to you. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. Do something that feels good for you and not because someone else is doing it or not how they are doing it. And Maybe biking is not your thing, but I want you to take this example and see how you can apply it in your own life of how you are using your self-care time. Are you doing things because you think you need to be, right? See how I put the emphasis on doing? Because it's that's a very masculine characteristic. Is it because someone told you to do it this way? Are you trying to be like the girl that you saw on Instagram? Are you trying to check it off a list? We write, we love lists, right? I'm such a list kind of person, but I don't make a list when it comes to my self-care. And that's a big, big change that you can make to make it feel better. So as an example, like instead of telling yourself that you're going to read 10 pages a day, 
right? You have to read 52 books by the end of the year, one book a week. I, I feel like I see that a lot. And I feel like we're in this race to achieve and to read as many books as humanly possible. When really, is that something that you actually want to do? Or do you want to just see how you feel in the morning? Have a book by your bedside table and if that feels good for you in the morning then go for that right trust yourself that you're going to read and the information is going to come when you most need it instead of like force feeding yourself these books because you think that you need to have a certain amount of books in order to feel worthy at the end of the day by now you've pretty much learned and we've established that most women are too far in their masculine energy. And I'd love to now take a moment to share with you some tips in order to invite more feminine energy into your life. And as I said, feminine energy is really about flow and movement. So that's going to be a really great one to get into your body. So either you can stretch, you can dance, you can run, you can walk, any kind of movement that you're going to enjoy doing and in a very free flowing way. So what I mean by that is don't just follow a workout routine that's like this many reps and this much weight and this much time, right? Do you see how that's very masculine because it's got numbers and it's got very much like a set amount of instructions? What I would love for you to invite more feminine energy is to do it in a way that is just so free and it just like lets your body take over. So just put on some music, give yourself some time and space and just dance, just dance, just shout, just scream, uh, just move the body, however it looks like for you. And that is going to get that energy flowing. So that's a really, really great one. And I would encourage you to start with that one because as I said, a lot of the feminine energy is a part of the body. So really reconnecting to your body is going to get you out of the overthinking and get you out of the overanalyzing. That helps so, so much. Another one is, of course, spend more time with other women. We really recharge by spending time with each other. And so it can either be through, you know, going for a good meal and just chatting, whatever comes up, even calling a friend. Uh, you can eat a really, uh, get a, a many petty together. That's always fun, right? In the body, once again, um, you could just share how you're feeling with each other. I think that that's a big, big piece to feminine energy is the feeling body. So how we are feeling is going to directly get us into our feminine. And it's a really beautiful, especially when we open up and we share with other women, we often realize we're so not alone in how we're feeling. And it's a great way to be able to express ourselves. Another great one here would be to love your body. Get into your body. That is what feminine energy is about. And so that means 
maybe you are giving yourself a nice calf massage or foot massage. Maybe you're rubbing in a lotion filled with lavender essential oils to calm and soothe yourself. And while you're at it, I would really invite you to do this in a mirror and tell yourself words of affirmation, uh, things that you love about your body. Give your body gratitude and for being here, for allowing you to walk into nature, for allowing you to be in this physical reality. I feel like so many women are stuck in what we want to change about our bodies. We want a bigger this or a smaller that, or I would change this, but really coming back to gratitude and kindness towards our body and knowing that it's time for it to rest sometimes. Like Once you're in your body, you'll recognize those signs that you need to rest, that our bodies are really like... um, There's our check engine lights that go off when there's pains in certain places. And so once you get into that feminine energy, you can really open up to being more available to, oh, okay, I have... I have a pain here. Maybe, maybe it's time for me to rest, right? Instead of if we're in our masculine overdrive, we're just going so much that we don't even sometimes get those signals. We're just kind of overriding them. Um, and they can sometimes get worse and lead to, um, worse symptoms, worse pain and disease. So I think that loving your body, taking breaks, making time for yourself, of course, as I said, it is very related to self-care here, but, um, just allowing it to be more free flowing and not having so much of a set schedule as to what is going on in your self-care. It's not a checklist. It's not a race. It's not a to-do. It is really something to allow yourself to feel better about yourself. Naturally, I'm committed to really helping you take care of yourself holistically. And so I created a 15-minute audio track that you can listen to in order to feel good, to feel empowered, and to really help you activate your feminine energy. Because when you're in that energy of receiving, of trust, surrender, and feeling high vibe, you really calm down your nervous system. You calm down that need to overachieve and to force and to control and to hustle. And therefore, you can more easily and effortlessly attract that abundance into your life to become that expansive woman that you desire to be. And it is really powerful stuff because using affirmations on repeat is how you can reprogram your mind, is how you can get out of that masculine hustle and overdrive and really recondition your body and your mind to get more into the flow and the feminine energy. So it is a wonderful track. You can listen to it as many times as you want. In fact, I highly recommend that you listen to it every single day or every time that you're feeling just kind of low vibe, you're not really really feeling excited about life. Sometimes we get stuck in comparison or we get stuck in, you know, these negative thoughts that come inevitably. And so with this track in just 15 minutes, you'll really be able to feel more empowered, not feel so stressed and allow your abundance 
to flow into your life. You'll no longer feel so guilty for resting. It really reprograms your mind to um, make you understand that resting is such an important part of life, of the process, of the journey. And so it's really great for you to help you enjoy your life more. And the link for this affirmations audio is going to be in the show notes. I highly recommend it. Of course, I'm the one who created it, so I'm biased, but I do feel that every single time I listen to it, I just get into a better state. And I think that that is how we can really improve our lives is just feeling more high vibe more of the time. So the link is there for you to check out, see if it resonates with you. There is even a sample online that you can listen to so that you know if it's something that you're going to be interested in. And I think it's a really great tool to have as part of your morning routine or your rituals or just kind of as a tool in your back pocket whenever you want to feel like excited and empowered and just allow that feminine juicy goddess energy into your life, Uh, especially as I said in the morning that really sets the tone for the day. So it's a great, great tool to have. And of course, if you have any questions whatsoever, then please do feel free to reach out. Um, Otherwise, all the information is in the link. And that is all that I have for you today. So I really appreciate you listening in on this conversation. Hopefully it enlighten you as to more of masculine and feminine. I feel like it's something that maybe we hear around, thrown around in the online space and sometimes we don't necessarily know what it is. Um, This was kind of just an overview. Don't you worry. There will be other episodes with going deeper into what this means, how you can be more feminine in your leadership if you're a business owner or just in your life in general, because it is a way of life, as I said in the beginning. And so um, I really hope that this sparked some interest in you. If it did, then it would mean so much to rate and review the podcast. That is how we can get this information to even more women out there and transform even more lives. So all the best. Take care. I will chat with you next week. Thank you for listening and for being here. If you like what you heard, it would mean so much for you to share this episode with a friend or take a screenshot and share to your socials. Then go ahead and tag us at Okakoon so we can keep this amazing conversation going. It has been such a pleasure to have you here, and until next time, take care.